0: So she was very worried about Margaret. She was very worried that she wasn't there to help Margaret and stand in between. And then the minute she gets home, she's thrown onto the throne. So that's why it's called a throne, because you literally throw them on there the first time. Is it really? No.
1: I mean, okay. just for the record, I didn't think you actually threw people on a throne. (laughs) And I know it's spelled differently, but I was like, oh, maybe that is why it's called that. Every once in a while, I can matter of fact, something and some total lie. And you think I'm truthing, And
0: it's my favorite part of our relationship, um, um, among other things. <laughs> of course, it's not yours. Get out of my room. Hey, sisters. Hey, sisters. This is Jesse and Gretchen. and Welcome back to your favorite podcast. About sisters. Bye, sisters. For everyone. Good job. I didn't join into that one, so I'll just cheer you on. So, Gretchen, how has your week been? It has been
1: really interesting. You it's turned our,
0: forty-two. Am I allowed I to say did. your age?
1: I yeah, of course. Okay, I did, and I um, hold on, stand by. <laughs> I got anyway. my daughter. A- Oh, uh, it's homeschool. Like I'm turning 42 and homeschooling at the same time. It's just like, I feel like those two things don't usually go together, but that's fine.
0: Yeah, d- It's tempered chaos. Yeah. So uh, you were actually my, you were my like update for the week at the board meeting.
1: I also wait a second. I want to back up because I feel like there's a lot of people like, what doesn't think that thing goes good? No, I mean like being a 42 year old mom with a kindergartner Without having planned to homeschool with my own business, not just the turning forty-two, like everything that goes into the season of life and learning how to homeschool, I don't feel like go together.
0: The unprepared I part is the is the biggest part because I know lots of forty-two-year-old.
1: I know that's parents. why I. That's exactly. I was like, I'm, I'm not. I'm. I feel like I'm going to say that, and people are gonna be like, that "Doesn't make any sense." I'm forty-two and I'm homeschooled twenty-five kids. Okay, awesome. I didn't you know that I was going to be doing this. A week ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're like, we're scrambling and getting into like, I will say, because if you you know my daughter, very yeah. social creature and I get it, like having a social life and being socialized are totally different and homeschool kids can be totally socialized. They don't need to have like their buddy pals to hang around all the time. Yeah. Um, but she needs more socialization. So we've joined different groups. Luckily, like I know a bunch of people in this town. So I just have reached out to everybody and we are going to the Dr. Pepper museum on a legit homeschool field trip, like no. with other families on Friday and they get to make their own soda. Really? Could they put any flavor in they, they want I don't in know.
0: it? No, I hope that we get to do it too. Cause I've got a soda stream that I don't mind talking about multiple times on this podcast.
1: We're I know people have already heard about it. We're still not sponsored. But maybe, maybe I can get a sponsor by Dr. Pepper. I mean, no, all right, so tell me. Talk. Um,
0: Yeah, so tonight we had a board meeting at the theater and we do check in like, what's the best thing that's happened in the past month since we saw each other last? And, but this time they did week. So I said, my sister turned 42, so she'll always be older than me. <laughs> but it was fun. I got awesome. to hang out with my nieces and eat cake from afar. Oh, you
1: did. That's right. You were at yeah. the-
0: yeah, it and it would
1: be. Harriet. It's kind of like if you went camping and you made your birthday cake over like the the pit. You'd be eating cake from afar.
0: Oh wow, Gretchen! <laughs> wow, I ate cake from afar. But your your youngest had to, uh, my favorite thing about calling you is when you and I have a conversation and you choose to hang up.
1: You immediately Ugh. have to call me back so your youngest can do. Can do the hang up because she has like the most meltdown of all meltdowns of all meltdowns of all meltdowns. It's so it's so funny to me. She's too. It's all she has control over, right? Is when to hang up on Jaja. Does she do that every time you're on the phone,
0: or just like me and
1: mom? um Well, I haven't really let her be a part of any other Facetimes because of that. Okay, so <laughs> pretty much just you and mom. <laughs> because I'm I I'm pretty sure she would like I'd have to like call back random like your clients. Yeah, I know. Like oh. <laughs> Amazon returns. Right.
0: I am calling again so that my daughter can hang up the phone.
1: Do you FaceTime Amazon returns?
0: Oh, she only wants to do FaceTimes. I didn't know who was Oh, yeah, all she phone doesn't calls. care about
1: other stuff. Okay. It's only on the FaceTimes.
0: Good to know. Good to know. So if I really need to talk to you, don't FaceTime. Right. Cool. So today We are covering somebody who is very much in the news right now. Yes. Um, The recently deceased Queen Elizabeth, her Royal Highness Elizabeth II.
1: Is she still a her Royal Highness? There's so much protocol around. I don't think I'm even going to touch out of the 10 foot pole because I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't know
1: exactly that. Like, I don't know. And I don't know that it really. I'm an American and I don't know. It matters to some people but not us and by matter i mean it doesn't impact us, right if
0: you are someone who this matters to feel free to reach out to us on instagram and tell us about this protocol we may never cover her again so it might be a moot point but feel free to let us know
1: but i do i do find it fascinating um i was in england for not this past anniversary celebration but the jubilee when i guess it was 50 years maybe that makes sense 50 years on the throne I don't know there. when were you Whenever there? they had the parade on the water like the water parade the flotilla i'm gonna what? google machine this yeah tell I us was the story there. and i'll tell you when it was well it was just interesting to be in a culture that has both like the royal family but they also have like political parties it was just really interesting to watch that like looking at all the people coming in from you know we took the a train we had left London. So we were in Felixstowe and we took a train in from not quite Felixstowe. It doesn't really matter. It was a little bit further in, but just the massive amount of people that came in to watch, mostly from the streets. We went up into a building and watched from like high up, but that come in to celebrate, you know, the Queen, but in a country where there's also political party It was just really, really interesting to me because. We don't see that here. We have nothing like that here. It's so different. Right. Um, it was cool though. I so was, it
0: was the Diamond Jubilee in 2012. Diamond. Yes, that would have been fiftieth. Um, no, sixtieth. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Cause she ascended to the throne in nineteen fifty-two. Um, coronation was in fifty-three, I think. I have it actually in our notes for this. Um, but but Then we'd have to skip all of your other notes
1: because they're right. so well organized, and we can't do that. So right. we I have need lots to stop of it. talking. <laughs> so, so I need, to, so- I need to not, I need to save my random fact. You need a little caveat at the top that says, "Do not insert random facts until they match your timeline." I should just like highlight sections where I think you might have a random fact. Actually,
0: the the Diamond Jubilee doesn't touch the timeline because this is mostly about the sisters.
1: Right, right. I was Um, just talking about the royal family. When you got to hang
0: out with Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. The second, not the first. Gretchen was a Shakespearean actor. Um, I was. So so she was born. Was I? April 21st, first nineteen. You? I don't know. I'm trying to like say some Shakespeare (laughs) stuff. April first, nineteen 1926 that's when Queen Elizabeth was born and she obviously was not a queen she was not even a princess at that time her father nicknamed Bertie was the second son of the current king who was himself a second son which is very interesting and it comes up later um but Elizabeth was born 1926 August twenty first, nineteen thirty, Margaret is born, and they are your typical sisters. Actually, everything that documentarians and biographers have. Can you hear wearing? my printer? No.
1: Okay. I. That's one thing about having a wireless printer. I'm like, please don't just print. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I was talking okay. though. So. Sorry. <laughs> right. It was. It was making some noise. So someone may have heard it. Go ahead. I'm. I apologize. Cool. For my- Phantom printer. (laughs) It's fine.
0: Um, So everything they say about them as children makes me think of your daughters because the eldest is very ordered. And this is Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. um, Very ordered, very serious. Like she has fun, especially with her sister. But like she has she has fun with her parents. There's actually really old footage of them like playing on a lawn Somewhere in their travels and it's very sweet. Of course, it's a lawn the size of three football fields, but it's very sweet. And Margaret is like jumping over every obstacle she encounters is running up to Elizabeth, running back down, waving at strangers, like being very much like your second child. And those behaviors, and even at one point, Elizabeth just like reaches down and takes her hand when they're obviously going to walk a different direction. And every single picture, if you look at pictures of them when they were kids, Margaret is obviously the dreamer and the one with the scuffed shoes. And Elizabeth is the very ordered oldest child, which is something that we've noticed just with eldest children. Um,
1: And I I think there is that um, they're free to take the chances because they're not having to explore everything for the first time. Like just speaking of sisters in general, the second child, even though it is new to them, they they have like a wider bubble than the first one had because they see that it's safe. Well yeah in their
0: eyes. The the path has been laid. Also parents are I mean parent parental influence, right? You're you've seen it already. So you know that it's safe for your kids. So you let them push a different boundary. So, um, Margaret was, they were both just like darling children. The nation hadn't had littles around that much. And they were involved in, in, um, like Royal duties. They didn't keep their children out of Bertie and his wife and his wife didn't keep their kids out of photographs. They didn't lock them in the building. They took them with them when they went places. Okay. Hey sisters. So at this point, this is Jesse coming in after the fact at this point, Gretchen went to the bathroom
1: and you just
0: need to know that for the next little segment.
1: Oh my God. What just happened? So it was pitch black dark in my house and I went to go into the bathroom and like I thought I was about to go into the doorway. So I like put my hand out to find the doorway and there was nothing there and like still nothing there and still nothing there and on both sides mean nothing there. So I'm like turning in circles, like flailing in the, in the pitch black dark. And then I see this random light and I realize it's from this window in our shower. And I had apparently gone through the doorway. I was all the way in the bathroom. You're just flailing around with my arms. Like, where, what's happened? Did I fall into a black hole? No, it was just me. Just me trying to get into the bathroom and turn the light out. And then I'm like, I realize how stupidly funny it would look if the lights were on. I'm trying <laughs> not to laugh because my kids are asleep. But anyway, I'm really glad that I know this and that the world. Well, wow, this this, this podcast is off to a really awful, rough start. I apologize. I'll get my stuff together, and we will we will make this work. Okay. Well, welcome back. Let's jump
0: to January twentieth, nineteen thirty six. What happens?
1: Holy crap! I don't know. It's right here in front of you. Shock. All I see is that I'm supposed to be in shock. <gasps> no, that's not a direction for you. Oh, is that direction for our listeners? Listeners, by the way, once you receive no, the no, following information, no. you need to be I should shocked. have
0: commented on my, I should
1: have put notes on my notes. Edward, the five, six, seven, eight, eighth abdicates to marry divorce. Actually, he had to be, he had
0: to have a coronation before that. So January 20th, 1936 is when oh. the king dies. Wait for your shock listeners. King George the fifth. Okay. Oh my gosh. And then Edward the eighth is crowned. Why? But he's only... Oh, wait, okay, hold on. Why? Why was yeah. he crowned? He, go, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my cue. Because he was the eldest son. I'm waiting for my cue. Okay. Um. Then December 10th, he abdicates. <gasps> he wants, he, exactly. Um. So the King George VI, the king, Elizabeth's father, never expected to rule. So he was not given any training. So they postponed the coronation by a couple months so that he could have a crash course in kingly duties. Because we have seen what happens when someone unprepared goes on the throne. Because why? Because his father- start chopping people's heads off. Right, exactly. Just a head chopping party. Head chopping Uh party. So then- getting a little history lesson. Head chopping party. That's the history lesson? No. Okay, so then at the coronation- (laughs) Margaret sees that Elizabeth's train on her on her. They had these cute little white lace dresses, but her train on her like capy thing um, was much longer than Margaret's. And Margaret is an oldest should be right. Well, part of that made me wonder, is it a height thing? But when they're posed in like the royal picture, you can tell it's longer and it's because she's going to inherit the throne. And yeah, I mean, that, that kind
1: of makes sense, but it makes sense. I can see how a bratty younger sister would, you know, make it all about her. Well, no, she wasn't bratty. She asked, she, she was a little jealous
0: of that and was upset, but she's like six years old. Um, but then she said, why are wh- like, what's going on? And Elizabeth said, well our dad's becoming the king. And she says, does this mean you'll be the queen? And she said someday. And Margaret never forgot that. And like two biographers have written books about her. And she told them that story <laughs> of, does oh. that mean you'll be queen someday? Core memory. Yep. Um. So at this point, Elizabeth and Margaret's lives change.
1: Right. So I'm guessing they have to, well, probably wouldn't you, if you were the dad who got kind of thrown into this unprepared be like hyper focus on preparing your now female heiress, right? Like it would, it's yeah. even more critical that she be prepared. Absolutely. At but, least in his mind, maybe. Well, and, I don't know. and here's something that
0: I don't understand like, Margaret's education is piano and French, and she's doing like the courtly education that we hear about in fairy tales. Yeah. Why didn't they? I mean, a second son of a second son. Yeah. Why not give a little bit more to the second child? Or just educate them together. I wonder what that I wonder what that's about. Well, some of it I think is protocol. Like what I really want to know is how
1: early in her education did she combine the two to sing and play Frere Jaca? I think it was when she was like eight. (laughs) Oh. That's what my notes say. You have an answer.
0: Um, so they were separated for parts of their education they've been inseparable before this. So it's like their world's been completely rocked, not to mention their uncle abdicated for scandalous reasons, which I'd never <gasps> understood.
1: I'm just understood. Like you every time you say that I have to. Okay. It's just the word scandal or is it just about Edward the Eighth? Actually, it's the fact that you wrote shock in all caps with two asterisks on that either was side. To remind that me to talk about how important. shocking it was. <laughs> That was to remind me. me. I need a big reaction.
0: Well, I'll start putting reaction cues in there for you if you'd like. No, I like to make it my own. Okay, good. Because you get to make them up for the rest of it. So, my question is, and this is like the Anglican church, right? Henry VIII developed that church on his own and broke away from the church in Rome, the Vatican, the Catholic, Holy. Roman Catholic church so that he could get divorced. Why now is the church saying you can't be king because we frown on divorce? Like you, it's hard for you to be the head of state and the head of the church, the Anglican church, if you get divorced or you marry someone who's divorced, it's frowned on by the church. Mm -hmm. So like, when did that according to my research? Okay. I have no idea. Good. Okay. Me neither. So, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, I need you to find all the times
1: I've misspelled Margaret's name in these notes. I was going well. to say um, a new character has now entered the stage. They have another sister named Marigrette. <laughs> and she felt but like that's OK because she's an afterthought.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but but Elizabeth made sure that she, her little sister wasn't left out of things like she would pull her in to conversation. She would pull her into stuff. Um, yeah, sure. There's probably stuff that Margaret would have wanted, like attention. Um, like every good younger
1: sister out there.
0: Yes. We want attention and we get it no matter how. And then just in case that wasn't enough, just a couple years later, we get world war two. So the girls were sent to Windsor castle and Elizabeth is famous for saying we packed for the weekend and we stayed there for five years and they're kind of on their own. So they're doing, they were called the evacuee princesses or the evacuated princesses. So they're doing little plays for everybody. Margaret starred in them and Elizabeth kind of took on a directorial role of all the younger kids because it there said that like, like Margaret was a natural actor and people said that Elizabeth while she enjoyed it was a little stiff.
1: Hey, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you been told that? I've actually, I don't think I've been told I'm very stiff, I, but I feel like people have definitely thought that. I think they say things like you would be better off as a tree helping out
0: behind the scenes. Look, it had, the stage management position has suddenly opened up. Gretchen, would you like? But to I'm, I'm also
1: really good at reading between the lines. So I'm like, I see what you're not saying. I will take that as my cue and not be involved.
0: And I will tap myself off the stage. Yeah. Um oh. so I have a clip actually of Elizabeth's first public broadcast when they oh, were kids. Are we allowed to play this? We are are we going to get to thrown it.
1: off air by the FAA? We are
0: allowed to play this. Or the FFA. It would be British FA. The future <laughs> Britons of
1: America, the FBA. FBFA. Future British Farmers of America. That's a very small group. They don't listen to podcasts. They don't have much technology overall. They don't have much time. They've got to like keep it together for two countries. You're right. So what are we listening to? Set us up again because I wasn't paying attention.
0: A teenaged Elizabeth with her little sister gave an address on the children's hour on the BBC talking about. um, And you can listen to the whole thing like on YouTube. I just had the ending clip because she was so nervous that she wanted her little sister there. And when peace comes remember it will be for us the children of today to make the world of tomorrow a better and happier place my sister is by my side and we are both going to say good night to you come on margaret good night children good night and good luck to you all I'm like literally crying. Yeah, no, it brings tears to my eyes. It's the sweetest. And to think like, this is a war. I mean, This is a
1: bad time. Yeah, there's bombs falling on the country that her father is trying to keep together. And And then to say, you know, my sister's here. Right. What she didn't have to do either. Oh, it just. Yeah. Super touching. And maybe it's it's also because she just passed away. But I'm like, that just really. Yeah, that. Yeah.
0: Well, you hear, you hear in it why we do that. I'm like, this is totally philosophical, <laughs> but like why we do this podcast, that sister right. bond. my sister's here. And that was improvised. That wasn't written right. in her little script. That was just, and my sister's here and I'm going to have her say good night. And then little okay. Margaret comes on good night, children.
1: <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, it's the same thing we were talking about earlier, how my youngest wants to hang up on FaceTime.
0: <laughs> that's exactly it. That my was oldest that was my no oldest the red
1: button. knows that and never, never argues it. Like, it's just, that's her role. And okay, yeah. well, if she's here, she wants to say goodnight. That's incredibly sweet. Plus, listen to that voices. little, little brave voice. Inside I know. Of and Elizabeth tragedy, was just...
0: painfully shy. So <sighs> she needed, she probably needed her sister beside her. I know that when you do public speaking, I have to be there. Do you? Because
1: literally I'm you're kidding. never there, but <laughs> okay. maybe one day you will be. Yes. Even you when to... I do public speaking for one of your events, you're somehow not in the room. You're like, well, you got this? I'm running the event. Right,
0: bye. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's, you know, they were just, they were kids during this war, but Elizabeth was a teenager.
1: She came of age in 44. And by the way, came it. of age for those of us that aren't born in the, um, early 1930s means she turned, turned 18. 18. she turned okay. 18. <laughs> just I'm just like you know thank you making um, us a little more uh applicable to modern generations yeah there you go
0: um <laughs> she turned 18. there was much to do um and then she moved out of the suite where they had a, a nanny and moved into or I guess a some sort of caregiver, governess type person, um, moved into suites of her own, but she also enlisted as a mechanic, which is there's so many images that are circulating online right now where people are like, that's gotta be Photoshopped. That's not real. But she really was a mechanic and drove an ambulance in world war II. Who did? Elizabeth. I don't see that in your notes. Yeah, it's right here. 1944. Elizabeth turns 18 and takes on more public roles, moved into suited rooms, enlisted as a mechanic while oh, Margaret is still in the nursery at age 15. That's insane. Yeah, she's she had she had her own wild streak and I think that Margaret encouraged it. But, you know, she's writing letters to Margaret. She's always talking to Margaret. She gets a crush on this guy that she met in the army. They although they technically met when when the, she was 8, she re-meets this guy, this this naval officer philip Mountbatten. philip could it be it might be gretchen shock and awe um and then so philip was very similar to margaret so they became friends because margaret was like the third wheel on all the dates she was their escort so elizabeth starts dating philip and margaret's like hanging out but philip and margaret developed a relationship of their own and he became protective of his new little sister type person as well. Um, so they get secret engaged. And I'm sure Mar- Margaret was like, yes, my sister secret engaged. And I can like I can imagine like the joy I felt when you got engaged. I'm like, yes, Margaret wants to tell the world, but can't. So she posts cryptic memes. But they got secret engaged in 1948. Family took a trip to South Africa in 1947. And they said, look, we'll announce it when we get back. Um Unfortunately, they it, it's not always it, it, it's not all well and good um, when they're in Africa. His her, their father's health is starting to decline and they realize that. So Elizabeth um, actually made a speech when she turned 21 while they were in South Africa about like, I'll take on my
1: role as heiress. I have a clip of that, too, if you'd like to hear it. Yes. Hopefully this one won't make me cry. It won't. Does Margaret talk too?
0: No, Margaret is there, but she's not even on screen. Uh. If that te- so that should tell you a little bit how their lives are growing apart.
1: But through the inventions of science, I can do what was not possible for any of them. I can make my solemn act of dedication with a whole empire listening. I should like to make that dedication now. It is very simple. I declare before you all that my whole life whether it be long or short shall be devoted to your service and to the service of our great Imperial family to which we all belong. So basically she's saying like, don't worry. I got you when When my dad dies, I'm the queen. So, okay. I'm going to like go on a little tangent here because I know you, you like dialects and you do some diet, like voice coaching. I don't know what you call it, but. Dialect coaching. Dialect coaching. Um, yeah, I knew voice was wrong. Talk to me about the posh British accent. Because I know it's not the same, but there still is a, like a posh accent. And then because I have friends from England who do not speak like that. Hers is received pronunciation.
0: RP is what it stands for. It's not posh. A posh accent would just be a, a Londoner putting on yes. airs. Go ahead, put on airs, you Londoner, you. Um, no. So that's (laughs) the RP accent. And she was trained to speak that way. You can hear the difference between her childhood voice and her adult pronunciation. But like the happy of, of RP pronunciation is atypical. There's also no isn't, or it would be is not. That's another marker of that
1: received pronunciation. Don't ask me why it's called received pronunciation. Because you're being trained to pronounce things a certain way, you've received it. it I'm sure it's not like your native pronunciation is received. Sure. Should we move had on had to had the, had the, had the had
0: next had part of this? Part? Wow, Gretchen, I- you sound like Miss Havisham. <laughs>
1: I know. Should we move That's on? I don't. The thing is, I open my mouth with intent and not really sure what's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so yes, we should move on. Let's get to some fun stuff. We're very the history yeah, is- now. Let's jump
0: to some scandal.
1: Okay, but what is the choice of Mount Batten? Oh, choosing
0: choosing Philip and saying I'm gonna marry this guy instead why of why was
1: it called the choice of Mount Batten?
0: That's just what I wrote down. That's what I just said that I'm just abbreviating things. The choice of Mountbatten, like her making an a choice in her life. What was, is Mount
1: Batten? That is Philip's last name. Oh, I feel super dumb okay, okay. Um, i thought this was like a, a um like a war choice mood. of mud <laughs> totally and then you're like so of she, the roses. so she went on air from south africa i was like what is happening no no, no no country's moving someone's going to assassinate her father and well, she he in, was
0: in the know there was some scandal in his family i don't remember exactly what it was but he was
1: ex his father was exiled he was from greek royalty and um in order to marry her he actually had to uh step away from all of that so there is that part of it too okay. and their third their third cousins as well
0: yeah it's good They're third cousins because half the world right now is saying first cousin um
1: so but like third cousins only in the like trace back their lineage they had no idea who each other were.
0: So Philip and Elizabeth get married and move into their own home, which then leaves Margaret alone for kind of the first time in her life. She's still got her parents. And of course, like a thousand people that work in Buckingham Palace, but she doesn't have her sister. And um, it was, it's very sweet because like, this is another thing that came from Margaret. She was very proud of being the first bridesmaid and she would. Um, which is what we call a maid of honor. And she would, her job was to fix Elizabeth's dress and train. And she talks, she remembers like uh, most of what she remembers from the wedding is doing that. And like anytime Elizabeth moved, she would fix her train, which I think is just the sweetest little mental image.
1: Yeah. Also, I will say that's what I missed out on by not having you as my maid of honor. Oh yeah. Which our sounds- brother First tried all, to fix your train. I was, about to the say, hot mess. Listeners, I was not a total jerk. She actually was our efficient so she married yeah. me my husband um I but nervous. my brother was in charge of the train so our photographer did a lot of um changing. and our mother
0: like <laughs> like he straightened and it and somehow the photographer and mom had to straighten it back
1: out no my so he, my brother was my best dude best dude dude of honor dude of honor we only had my brother two brothers for, for me and my husband's brother for him and you married us Yep. I thought it was perfect. I, I thought it was so perfect. It was
0: great. And it dropped 20 degrees from the beginning of the 20-minute ceremony to the end of the 20-minute
1: ceremony. I know. And I will never, for the rest of my life, hear about how cold it was. I'm like, it was the shortest wedding ceremony ever because you knew it was cold. Oh, I felt it getting cold. So I just plowed through that thing. I did not let everyone's you guys like, laugh. Oh, your wedding was so cold. I'm like, it was also an open bar and lots of really fun dancing. And it was in December. Like, what did they expect? So Elizabeth
0: moves out. Margaret's very excited to be an aunt though. So 1948 rolls around. She didn't have to wait too long. And she said, um, this is another one that like newspapers picked up on that. I suppose now I'll be known as Charlie's aunt, which is just so much fun. She's in her whole life. She was about those kids, even when they were grown adults. And of course, Anne and the rest of them, I don't remember their names, Albert. Alfred, I'm just going to stop fine. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Um, so Elizabeth is very sweet, very grateful that Margaret's visiting and taking care of the kids. You know, it's this time when they're both kind of living a dream life. Margaret's coming for
1: Margaret's was a little different,
0: (laughs) right? Yeah. Margaret is having fun, going out to parties. You know, she's the wild one. Elizabeth is the naval wife. She's keeping house. She has her sweet little children. Life is good. And Aunt Margaret's just kind of wild and doing her thing, sowing her oats and living at home in Buckingham Palace. And then on the 5th of February in 1952, while Elizabeth and Philip are on a royal tour in Malta, the king goes to bed and does not wake up. So suddenly everything changes again. So like their early life, this has only been like 20 years.
1: Yeah. That's what sometimes, I mean, okay. So if you've watched the crown, you probably know some of this, um, at this point. Yeah. And I think that's what always surprised me was it feels like so much information and she's still super young. She's super young when all this is happening, but it feels like she's lived multiple lifetimes. Oh, yeah, it's I mean,
0: a war that just destroyed her country, all these royal tours that they go on. And now her father dies. So she Elizabeth's out of the country. Margaret is now alone at home with her grieving mother. I mean, mom just lost the love of her life. A lot of people say that Margaret's love of her life was her father, too, because he was sweet and he did find the time to spend with her. I know he had to train Elizabeth, but you know, he was a kind and gentle dad. Right. So Elizabeth wrote to one of her friends that she feels if she she wrote this for my mother and sister, they will find it terribly lonely. And she was very worried about Margaret because Margaret was so young. And it's a different form of grief, especially when you're caring for your grieving mom. So Elizabeth's coronation happens in 53. She feels ready for it um, as as sad as it is and as grieved as she is. Um, and Margaret was not, and I mean, she was now, a. it's not like a wedding, right? She's, she's got attendance and everything up there. So Margaret's on the front row and someone said she looked sad. One of the attendants said that. And she said, of course I'm sad. I've lost my sister because now she can't be a sister. Now they are queen and subject, which leads us to the big fat scandal. So two hours. Don't worry. I
1: see, I see my notes. I'm waiting. Okay. I'm going to attempt a transatlantic accent. Oh, good. Oh, good.
0: Um, So within two hours, Margaret has, it's revealed that Margaret has been romantically involved with Peter Townsend. Um, He worked for her dad and a photo comes out of her touching his lapel, a very intimate thing. She touches his lapel at the coronation.
1: But he was divorced. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Panic. City. what what transatlantic alabama accent was Was that i thought i was channeling judy garland it was not but let's just go with it and move on that's like vintage movies new orleans where they all talk like this yeah well you know my version Um, so
0: church of england is now elizabeth's the head of the church of england and now she can't let her sister be happy basically so um elizabeth's like hey don't talk about this relationship too bad. It already broke on the tabloids. Tabloids across the globe are showing this picture of her touching the lapel of a divorced man. 1953. How dare she? Um, okay. So they send, there's now a, a rift between the sisters, not just now queen and subject, but also like this whole scandal. There's
1: also other things going into that. Like, cause Margaret kind of embraced this role of outcast at this point. Like, like, Um, not really. Well, there's not outcast, but rebellious younger sister. So there's didn't
0: though, like it, she, it made her actually, it made her very upset that people deemed her naughty and, um, inappropriate. She said in 1981, actually, she said that all the headlines are extremely aggravating and that she'd been misrepresented and misreported since she was 17.
1: But on that same, she does you know, choose
0: to enjoy her life and do what she, she wants is to do.
1: In the public's eye, and the right. queen does not. So, like, there's pictures of her smoking at, sitting in box seats at a theater, for example, and that right. Was she not doesn't. Very she doesn't
0: take the 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 royal care about her image. She does what she wants to do, but this idea that she's this gutter snipe and. I've well, definitely never
1: said gutter sniper no, no 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 no. but word. that she's what been it portrayed
0: it's it's a no nope. woman of the night I don't, yeah um so like
1: those ideas but she were was definitely you tabloid. cannot say she was not rebellious because oh, that's no, no, no. exactly she what was she was rebellious
0: yeah and she kind
1: of turned it up when she was under the gun like right. that Right that's what I'm saying like she She was rebellious and it's like, oh, I know there's cameras, so I'm going to make sure she could have easily not smoked in a box seat and it not been a big deal. True. She chose because she knew she was being photographed. I I don't know that she reveled in it and was like,
0: yes, look, I have another tabloid. I think she was acting out. I mean, she was still young and I think she was acting out. Um, But then, of course, tabloids aren't going to tell you the truth either. So they take it and run with it and look how terrible this person is. Um, but Churchill decided, let's just send Townsend away and kind of in the dead of night, sent him on a mission and she didn't get to say goodbye, which was a point of contention. Um, so Margaret can't access her sister privately at this time. Elizabeth, you know, I'm not going to put anything on this woman, but it was an uncomfortable thing, really, like really uncomfortable. So... I think everybody was a little thankful that Churchill sent him away, and it was by design. It wasn't just like, oh, this random. We've all seen the Crown. I think everyone's seen the Crown. Um, Well, if you haven't, but and also keep in mind that the Crown is
1: fictional. I was was gonna say, and the the Queen actually was not a super fan of that show, like being out at all. Just for the record. So take for that what you will. It's a very interesting show, but it is not well received by the royal family.
0: And a lot of it did come from Margaret's memoirs that she wrote, like her biographies that were written for her with someone else. Um, But ultimately, Margaret decided, okay, fine. Um, Elizabeth's dealing with a man's world. I can help Elizabeth. I can focus on my royal duties. And what does she do? She goes and hangs out with the kids. Like, I think that they anchor her. And I know, honestly, that's what I do. Like when the world's crazy, I just go hang out with the kids. So it works. Um, But finally, Margaret turns 25 and is is considering a civil marriage to Townsend. This is 1955. Um, So she can get married without the queen's approval once she turns 25. Um, So there's a divorced man as prime minister and Margaret sends him a letter. Hey, you should talk to my sister so then they say, okay, you know what? Just have a meeting with him. Meet with him. It's been a couple of years and she ultimately decides not to marry him. It's not worth the exchange. She doesn't love him as much as she thought she did. So the whole idea of maybe this childhood crush will wear itself out while he's on tour. Totally maybe it worked. worked. <laughs> um, but then she falls in love with the Earl of Snowden, our friend Tony, who is just as much of a party scene guy as she is. So they make a good couple. And the royal family loved him. I need to put that out there. Like he charmed the pants off of them, even though they were probably wearing skirts. Um, very glamorous. Elizabeth says, of course, you can marry the Earl of Snowden. He's never been married before. This will be amazing. They have two kids in their first four years of marriage. And then Tony gets disgruntled and does not like being married any longer. He doesn't like the the pressure of royal life. So Elizabeth, Margaret, queen mom, they say, Just go back to work. Go back to what you were doing. Go be a photographer. Be amazing. And he still like doesn't. It's not what he really. in. it's not that it's not what he wants to do. It's just that everything is burdened by being attached to the royal family now. So he gets nasty and Margaret is not defended. She's just told to try harder in her marriage. Don't forget that the church frowns on divorce. And I think this is where she has the most contention is that her whole life she's portrayed as the naughty little sister, like the bad kid can't make a marriage work, can't, you know, falls in love with the wrong guy and they do ultimately get divorced but then
1: Margaret turns to the drink and any particular drink or just I think it's just the drinking. uh, Not like she's not on this gallon of water trend? No, I wish she was on the gallon of water trend. It might have helped her
0: because she's on like a gallon of vodka trend and is in Mystique spending her royal allowance um, on like soirees and stuff and this is gretchen
1: this is what you're you were talking about like the party life gets her again no i was really just talking about like the little stuff like getting a her picture with a cigarette and like that kind of reveling in that stuff yeah well this is not this this, this is what this is the scandalous stuff the other stuff is just like ha take that i don't have to do as i'm told i'm not the queen i'm not yeah i'm not the
0: first daughter i'm the second kid. Um, I can climb walls and bruise my knees. So she has a lover who's like twenty years younger than her. And meanwhile, Elizabeth's dealing with England that has ex- extensive poverty and just like crisis after crisis. No faith. Um, like this is also when people have lost faith in the monarchy. So. Why does the queen get all this money when we have none kind of feelings? And every single time a picture comes out of Margaret, like at a party, drinking, doing a thing, um, it's kind of like reinforcing this. The royal family doesn't care about us attitude, which, you know, for her part, I think Elizabeth did. Mm -hmm. I think her whole life, Elizabeth cared deeply about the people that she served. And she always said she was in service of the country. Not that you know they were her subjects; they were, but she was there to serve them. Um, so she kind of had a little wake-up call. Bef- she was running from this idea of divorce, she's running from everything. Going to this island, and- she actually
1: had a private home. I just want to make sure people know that it wasn't like she would just hang out in beaches. She built a like a luxurious home. On oh yeah, 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 and like the queen visited, and they have a proper like tour and press photos and all that stuff. So it wasn't, it wasn't as like Pinocchio as it sounds like running off to the lost boys Island type thing. It was, she built a legitimate home and lived there, but yeah, it was still party ish. And she was not officially divorced either. So taking a lover
0: when you're not divorced and the country is like, riddled with poverty is not really a it's good, not good
1: optics if yeah. you will
0: um so the palace releases a statement that the their marriage will end basically a reality check like if she's not going to do it we'll do it mm-hmm. um marriage ends and then margaret kind of reels it in she realizes that she's been detriment i mean this is 1980 at this point gretchen's being born and margaret's like okay i gotta get my stuff together comes back and does her best to repair the image that she kind of destroyed um and that that you know they glommed onto to help help destroy and i don't doubt that she was misrepresented and misreported i think that she hates those headlines and maybe it's an after the fact hate of the headlines instead of in the moment um but she does her she basically does her royal job after that gets closer and closer with her sister And what's really cool is if you watch footage of them at like at affairs of state or different things, you can see Margaret always looking at like say they're circling the room. It's really cool because you can watch Margaret always checking in with the queen, especially like if they've separated and they're greeting all these like heads of state or they're greeting people around the room and they meet in the middle. Margaret always paces herself with the queen. So if the queen stops to speak to someone, Margaret, the next person she sees, she's stopping and speaking to them, then always has an eye over her shoulder to see when Elizabeth moves on. So she always meets Elizabeth at the end, which is just such a cool that's such a cool thing. Yeah. Um, and Margaret was Elizabeth's anchor when, when Elizabeth's children's marriages started to fall apart, Margaret kind of swooped in with it. It's not the end yeah. of the world. And she was good friends with Diana until Diana's behavior was disrespectful. Um, and I know that that's a little sacrilegious to say, but she did behave disrespectfully to the queen, according to Margaret and Margaret wrote her off immediately told her that she was being disrespectful and walked away
1: well okay with the whole I and mean, we're not going to go into the Diana thing but that's been very colored by um a tragically young death and yes. her um all of her goodness like all the good deeds have really colored and glossed over anything that she may have done that was not on the right oven, which is and it's okay I mean everyone has their things that they've done yeah. that aren't in character And I think that's a good way of putting it. She was doing things that wasn't, it wasn't a character. She was going through a hard time. We all do that. And when Um, I know that when I was married into the Royal family and got divorced, it was one of the hardest things I've ever went through.
0: Yeah. That was when we (laughs) were what, like seven? (laughs) Well,
1: I just, I'm, there's a little tongue in cheek, but.
0: Yeah, but it is, I mean, it's, it's, I love that they have always been sisters that watch each other
1: Mm -hmm. and look out for each other one of my favorite things and i haven't seen the movie apparently there's a whole movie about one night joy
0: oh no no no. go ahead
1: one night when elizabeth was 19 i think it was in 1940 it was before she even it was like yeah 1945 after world war ii ended elizabeth was 19 so they don't even say margaret's age but they went incognito into the streets of London to party and celebrate. Oh my god! I want war. to see that movie. <laughs> and I'm trying to. There's there's a movie about it. But I think it's so funny that an entire movie, a royal night out. So it it doesn't look like it's you know.
0: How does it compare to uh, First Daughter?
1: I don't even know what that is. But oh, it's that's on, some
0: weird like Mandy Moore or Amanda Bynes movie about the daughter of the president going out and partying
1: oh yeah no it's it looks along those same lines but you know apparently that's based on
0: them that's so funny oh wait no i've seen this a royal night out i've seen part of it at camp the the older kids chose to watch this at camp oh how funny i had no idea that it was about them i did i didn't pay attention to movies at camp i'll be honest as long as they were appropriately rated
1: oh when they're quiet you don't pay attention to movies exactly exactly I you probably just can, like see if you slept can in the back sleep blocking some kind of exit. That's all exactly. you do. That's I what know. you do. Um,
0: that's so cool. There's also a movie about there's multiple documentaries about their relationship and there's, but there's a movie about them called pride and joy. And that is
1: because their father called Elizabeth, his pride and Margaret, yeah. his joy, which is very interesting to me. I'm like, which one would I want to be? Cause I'm, I'm Right. I mean, for me, I'm like, I would always want to be the joy. But making, because making your parents proud is so clinical. And yeah, but also like what comes with the pride is expectation.
0: Well, also being the, well, a lot comes with being the joy, the expectation that you don't have other feelings.
1: Yeah, that's deep. Well, I guess we should talk about Margaret's funeral. Go for it. There's not really much to say, except that Um, It's very well known that that was one of the few times the queen like really lost it and showed emotion. And by lost it, she just cried, but showed emotion in public ever, 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 ever when they were taking her coffin out.
0: Well, and when she was sick, she assigned her press secretary to kind of wash the old scandals off of, of Margaret's image. So there's a lot of papers that are no longer available, things like that. She also never made a statement, a public statement, because she, what she said was she couldn't stay composed enough to talk about her sister. Yeah. So she did make one for her mother. Did she make one for Philip? I don't know. Because he died like year before last, last year.
1: Not very long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You want me to look it up? yeah look it up google machine that my the box that i put my microphone on is in the way
0: oh well i can do it
1: oh my gosh the first (laughs) did the queen you know how they do those google autocompletes yes did the queen die yes did the queen like diana up until the end did the queen of england die yes did the queen marry her cousin yes third (laughs) unknown did the queen meet lilibet the queen was Lilibet. But also, right. no, uh, that was her nickname
0: when she was a kid. And she was upset that um, Harry and Meghan named their daughter oh, Lilibet. Oh, that's right. Because it it was, and it was not like, that's my name. It was more like, uh, according to sources, which, you know, who knows. But um, it was more like you're giving a child's nickname to someone who will grow up to be a woman. Right. Right. And I, th- I found that to be a very sweet concern. Like, don't strap her with childhood her
1: whole life. Which is, I believe, part of the reason you were not named Josie.
0: That and I thought it was just that she hated her name. Our I- great-grandmother was named Josephine and I was almost named Josephine Evita. Can you imagine?
1: I oh my God, you did person. not
0: need that name. <laughs> Hello, my name is Josephine Evita. Um, Were you really... Yeah, mom had heard of, of Evita. Avita. I don't know if she'd ever seen it. We'll need to get her on to confirm. Josephine Evita. Josephine Evita. That's funny. So my rap name could have been Josie
1: E. Josie. Oh my god, so funny.
0: But that's how I got Jesse. Jessica is also one of our father's favorite Almond Brothers songs. I didn't know that. I did. Um and I found <laughs> I found a video of them playing it in a windstorm on my birthday.
1: That's pretty ridiculous.
0: Yes. So either way, I have great legacy in my name. Gretchen, you were named after a nurse. I know that helps save your life though. So that's important.
1: The nurse saved my life. I don't know. Mom told me I, well, I was like, yeah, I was like, but keep in mind, I'm the Margaret not doing well when I was born. Apparently. No,
0: you did not do well. I found
1: out later that, yeah, I was basically like, but you're thriving now. I'm thriving, vibing and thriving. But I think it's really funny when parents choose to tell you this, like they just don't talk about it for a really long time. And then like one day you're 38 and they're like, oh, remember that time you almost died when you were born? And you're like, I'm sorry. Never heard that story. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. You know. No, I don't know. Well, you were there. I was born. I don't remember that day. You were there it's though, right on no purpose. I don't know. I needs to remember that part of I was lives. busy
0: almost dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, that is weird. And mom, I think mom told me like all the fluffy stories
1: because i again i'm the margaret in this situation i was told nothing or either me and zachary don't remember anything i remember lots of things yeah i can tell well this was a good one i apologize that i didn't bring too much to the table but i enjoyed listening to you talk about it
0: that's okay i enjoyed your peppered in comments a royal night out we've got to watch that and yeah i enjoy i don't, so. I don't recommend the documentary i watched because it's very factual and very unentertaining and if you
1: watch it on like time and a half speed i'd have to watch it on like four times
0: yeah yeah i watched it on time and a half speed and it was well worth the 45 minutes wow for facts that's why i was very factual this time because i was like all these people told me all these things and i've got to get them out of my mouth well i hope that um you get that ipad set up gretchen I'm
1: going to. And if you guys have listeners, if you guys have sisters that you want to hear about or a story that you've heard somewhere else and you want us to do our spin on it. Or you
0: cause... would like to feature yourself and your sister and your story.
1: True. I want to talk to more people.
0: I want to talk to more people too. Don't think I didn't hear you say Wani. I don't
1: know what i are
0: Anyway, let us know. Find us on Instagram or you can email us um hey sisterspod at gmail.com. Also listen to Gretchen's podcast. It's called The Life Coach Lifeline.
1: Yeah, I just launched it. I only have like this week will be my second third, full episode. Yeah, second full episode. Yeah. And I have had good reviews. People like it. It's a goodie. You it's should good. definitely listen it's to it. It's very uplifting and it will, if you feel like so, okay, a little little um unabashed publicity Um, if you my whole thing is you should everyone should have a life coach everyone should have someone helping them plug into their life whether it's like a best friend a legitimate paid life coach and a lot of people don't and they have no idea where to start or don't even realize that that's what they need and so I'm answering questions that you didn't even know you had and giving you actual life work to Apply it and just kind of see your life get exponentially greater. So, what's there to lose? Come listen to my podcast. That oh, was yeah, a bad one. Definitely, that was a lot. I, I could do Transatlantic again. What is there to lose? Come listen to my podcast all what? the people. Is, is that better? You
0: sound like someone asked uh, like an AI robot to do a transatlantic and it didn't quite know what to do. So it shoved every accent into one.
1: I think I can do it if I just practice. Awesome.
0: I think you need a little rehearsal. You know what? Our first podcast of the new year, we're going to do with full transatlantic accents.
1: No one wants this. Not even you. We have one
0: listener oh, who would love it. Well, and you if you are listen. that listener, listen let up us know. Closely.
1: Okay. If you are that listener, here you go. Um. Yes. Yeah, by sisters. Bye, sisters. sisters. To bye,
0: sisters. Bye, sisters. How
1: to do it? You do a bye, sisters in a transatlantic accent. I'll copy you. Bye, sisters. Bye, sisters. What happened? I said it exactly like you said it. No. Oh my
0: gosh! I swear you didn't. Try it again. Give me more words. Say like, let's do a different. Let's do a stronger accent. That's easier for you. All I you think a ahead. stronger accent may be easier. Just throw one out um, there. Like, let me think. I
1: don't know. Boy sisters. Boy sisters. I didn't See, get the buy. I didn't get the buy. I probably did. I, I probably did you. the buy that. Boy bad. sisters. Bye. Anyway, yes.
0: We've well, added a I podcast to our two Sis media constellation of stars. Stole that from Paramount. All right. Goodbye, sisters.